favorite letter b for booty you think it be r but it be the c ah right i was trying yeah i knew that joke i couldn't remember what the alternate that that joke's annoying because no matter what you can always pick the other letter yeah now what if i just hit you with a z then what then you'd be an animal (laughs) yeah z marks the spy what are thee no i've also heard the rendition where you you go into the x play when somebody does that they'll go like oh you think it'd be r but it'd be the c and then somebody goes nay it'd be x for the booty or something like that so we just we just throw in reverse uno cards at each other that's what i'm hearing Pretty seriously much. That, that joke is built to just be in a, a constant reverse 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 uno well i i cast counter spell with one mana Okay, well, now that all that brain gunk is hopefully out of the way. Yeah, that's cute. We watched One Piece this week. We watched uh, we watched One Piece this week. You're just going to roll right in? To the... <laughs> do we want to do at the end? What uh... was that? No, we'll, we'll sync at the beginning like we all usually right. do. We don't got Jordy here to press the button, so, you know. So we count down. That That's what we have Devin for. All right, Devin, do the thing. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Hey. There. See? That is how you fucking sink in. Now you can roll us. Now you can do whatever the fuck you wanted. Alright, well, the first thing I'm going to start off with is reading this email we got. That's supposed to be at the end! No, there's a different email. Different email. Different email. How many emails? Wait, why are we doing doing emails at the beginning? Well, this one I want to lead off with, because it has nothing to do with the show. Nothing to do with the show? What are we reading it for, then? Let me read it, and then you'll find out. Anyway, uh, listener James over here uh, wrote us a couple days ago, and he writes... You guys have it backwards. The power is not determined by the name of the fruit. The name of the fruit is given based on the power. These people don't even know what devil fruits are, so they just name them the best they can. If a devil fruit gives you pause, then pawpaws is an obvious name, even if there are other random powers that come with eating the fruit. Uh, Translation, uh, Devin, go fuck yourself. I reject your reality and fill it with my own. I will say this was an interesting take that I had to do some soul searching and <laughs> literally deconstruct my own personal bias. I may have been uh, setting you and everyone else around us astray in that the devil fruit name gets known when eaten. I, I scanned and I when I tell you I looked, I fucking dug through the wiki. There is no proof of that. What this guy's saying technically has some merit. 
when you eat the fruit, there is nothing that doesn't say the person who eats it just goes like, yeah, yeah, bubble, bubble. <laughs> this is this is actually <laughs> kind of true. And I thought for a for whatever reason, I was convinced that as soon as you eat it, you're like, oh, yes, I know exactly what this is now. No, you just kind of like according to some people as they interpret it you just kind of fumble and figure into figuring out the power and then you name it afterwards which never once came to my mind so supposedly that's a thing i don't know i i'm actually still kind of in my but did you find proof of what that guy was saying well well that's what he's saying so what i originally thought which technically has no proof there's there's no reason to believe that when you eat the devil fruit you just magically know its name that is not a thing supposedly or if it is a thing it has not been uh, explicitly stated what he suggests is that because it hasn't been stated the more likely scenario is that every time you eat a devil fruit you just fumble your ass into a power and then go like yeah yeah gum gum is what he's saying so therefore when he first ate the fruit and got paw pads he was like ah paw paw well the first person maybe i don't i don't think I, I, like they, they, they've mentioned that they have this dictionary of all the fruits before. Yeah, so some, I think that's also a contributing factor. Some somebody at some point did that. It wasn't Kuma, probably, but um, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Devin's uh, example and reject your probably good <laughs> hypothesis in the name of my own uh, personal gain. <laughs> Thanks for the email. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just wanted to recognize it as uh and and say that even as like a long-term uh viewer and enjoyer of the series, I really had to do some soul searching and be like, "Wait a minute. It, this ha- no, this is a thing. I know this is a thing. I've known this for years." And then I realized there is no actual that proof that you're an that absolute that- fool. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real. Not- I feel like I probably heard Jabra say this, and I just took Jabra's word for it. Well, well, no, all, all he said was that you gained the devil, which is also like kind of like a folklore thing, even from his perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like all, all he was getting at is like you can't eat two of them because then you'll fucking explode, which is still true. You can't eat two devil fruit, but he the, there's no guarantee that there's a little mini devil inside or whatever, because that's what he was saying, right? He was he's more of like the. Uh, the, the extreme end of the spectrum where he just assumes that there's like little spirits in there like duking it out all the time. This has to be like one of those Bernstein Bear kind of moments. Like we definitely all heard this. <laughs> Dude, it, is. it absolutely is. This is a Mandela effect. Mandela effect times 100. I'm telling I you. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it sounds like Brendan's just been off of his uh, his game with the lore lately. A little a little birdie. A little mm-hmm. birdie told me recently that he got his ass handed to him on Sanji lore recently. Uh, so wow. that yeah. is absolutely Ooh. not true. I had one mistake. Wait, 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 wait. Did you listen to that Sanji cast? No, of course not. There's spoilers. Then you in have there. no proof. Brett Boy is innocent. I have I have proof from my source. And that's all I need. Your source is Jordy. What are you fucking talking hey, yo, about? Send me that source. <laughs> it's Jordy. <laughs> nah, I don't believe it. A, a good magician never reveals his secrets. <laughs> I don't know why, but Christian said that, and my brain immediately thought of Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. And those two things have nothing to do with each other, but with here that, we are. I take my leave. But you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just stood there in the corner and looked menacing-ish. I, I, I'm a head out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we watched One Piece this week. Yeah, Allegedly. yeah, yeah. We, we, we watched the One Piece this week. Or did uh, we? Or, or did we indeed? Uh, they, they, were, uh, they were pretty... I don't want to say short and sweet, but they were just uh, more falling action. After they were sweet, that's for sure. Defeals. 
we got a bunch of uh, Laboon and Brooke backstory in addition to uh, the fact that he can just play every instrument under the sun and also Look, just... Look, he had uh, 50 years, dude. Dog, he did have 50 years. <laughs> On top of the 38, he had to like grow up and join that crew. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, but no, these episodes open up. It's a it's a big swatte, and uh, you know the first thing that happens is you know. For- I, I, <laughs> oh, I, go I, ahead. I, no, I just are we gonna make use of the poetry at the beginning of the sheet here? Oh just- yeah, I plan on reading that. That shit slapped. I don't know how to say some of the oh, words. I, I didn't realize this was a thing. Oh, is this our summary? What oh, do you shit. mean? Jordy brought it up to you like the other night. Oh, who's am I reading this? I can read this. Uh, no, I'm reading I this. Know. I call dips. You always all call right. dibs. Like you just do it then. <laughs> all right, all right. Calm down, Mister. I read everything. You've done most of the summaries in the last like weeks. Uh, I don't know about that one. Anyway, this is. Uh, I just want to preface this by saying this is uh, an experimental summary that was written by Jordy, and I approved of it. <laughs> just so, so just in case you all hate it, you know who to blame. <laughs> exactly is what ju- is what Justin's saying. Exactly, exactly. All right. <clears throat> Time to repast. Time to imbibe. The echoes of spring, how lovely they sing. Jubilation! The melody goes on. Remembrance draws near. Poor ailing souls. Poor ailing soul. One final goodbye. One final to die. Laboon, old friend. I'll see you again. And see. My God. Is this supposed to be imbibe <laughs> or imbibe? It's imbibe. You have no proof. <laughs> it's the written right there. right there. Shut up. <laughs> I can make this disappear right now. It's it's already on recording. I, I actually do want to know what this word is. I've never heard of this word. Uh, repast is to feast, imbibe is to consume alcohol. Yes, I looked these up last night because I had no idea what these words meant. Assimilate. Oh, but relating to ideas or knowledge. What are you talking about? This doesn't have nothing to do with... Oh, never mind. It does say just drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Keep scrolling down. <laughs> I like your words, magic man. I'm not gonna. I'm not going <laughs> to fight with a guy who used to be an English major on this one. Oh, did, did he make this? I thought Jordy made it. <laughs> yeah, Jordy made it. Well, and then yeah, I it. but <laughs> yeah. I fact checked it, you know? You fact checked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need <laughs> right. your... Yeah, because you're, you're that's that's your that's who you are on this podcast. The fact, uh, check, the fact I'm, guy. I've been slacking. You know, all, bit, you all know. those facts that you keep giving us. That's not just a fact. That's a Snapple fact. Dude, Snapple sponsor us. Please. Please. I'm begging you. <laughs> I would love to be able to just pop a Snapple during this cast. <laughs> this is your Snapple Snapple fact of the day. <laughs> Dude, actually though. I would like, hope that they I would wish that they would like send us like like one piece designed one so it's like oh. this is what a devil fruit tastes like. Just... <laughs> it's like the gum gum fruit tastes like strawberry kiwi. Yeah, what yeah, they would probably taste awful because allegedly all of the devil fruits taste like garbage, but see that's yeah. the best part. They get to use the excess. It's like getting our own G fuel G fuel flavor, because that's what all the streamers do. They get the they sell ten thousand units and suddenly they have their own shaker cup and their own flavor. We're gonna be that, but for Snapple. Sounds lit to me. That was a good time. But uh, but anyway, the start start of these episodes was uh, of course a giant party. Uh, after the events of uh, Zoro doing absolutely nothing, uh, the crew go back into the kitchen and get everyone ready to uh, enjoy some food. And uh, but before the the soiree begins and, and food starts getting prepared, of course, Sanji. Apparently, a couple of the goons on uh, Lola's crew like low key saw everything that happened, as did Brooke. And and they were like super pumped to tell everybody. But then Sanji, because he's 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 lame, he doesn't want anyone to know the truth, was like, listen, you're going to tell me and you're going to tell nobody else what happened. And, and, and then, then we did. had Robin eat literally ears drop. On 
<laughs> she's so sneaky sneaky I just 100 the, the fact that she laughed when they pretended to be all manly and like no we're not gonna tell you it's we're gonna walk away cool and sad <laughs> <laughs> well it's because they also said some like nonsense yeah. about <laughs> when and when, when like when luffy was like hey where'd you guys go they were just like ah, i don't even remember what they, they said quoted it was- sanji they were like didn't you guys say you had something you wanted to tell us so what happened why does it mean so much to you everyone's still alive that's all that matters man i want to tell him so bad right how are we supposed to sit on such an amazing story Uh, what the heck (laughs) (laughs) no no, the best the best part to me was that okay number one when when they like donned the this this tried to be badass persona or whatever the Sanji music was playing in the background. And similarly to when Sanji was talking to them outside and was walking to the indoors to get ready to make food, they did that, but they were walking back outside. <laughs> away from all the food and, the party. and I'm like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Where are you going? You just came from there. <laughs> you, you I want to sunbathe in my feelings. <laughs> That was a bit too, actually, because at, at the very beginning, uh, as they were grabbing all the shit off the boat, <laughs> even Lola called out, uh, you know, it, they, she was like, man, you guys don't even have to go treasure hunting. The treasure just finds its way onto your boat. Out here. <laughs> Nami's just sitting there swimming in it. Um, and, and she was like, I'm really sorry. None of my you know crew is helping you. I, you guys are doing literally everything for us. But they just they haven't seen the sun in a while. They're like, they, they want to bask, you know, like, I get it. <laughs> they want to they want to sunbathe a little bit. I respect it's a it. solid mood. And then yeah, they're all yeah. they're all just laid out on the pavement like wet t-shirts that you put out to dry or something like that. <laughs> Dude, they've been they've been waiting for this day for too long, too long. But uh, but of course we get we get to the party. Everyone's having fun. Zoro's knocked the fuck out. Um, <laughs> and Doctor Chapa's like just eating some cake, being like, yeah, yeah, he'll probably live. He'll be alright. <laughs> okay, I want to pause here real quick. I don't know what it was, but the scene where like you know we we pan to Zoro and and Chopper like I think it's Nami like hovering over him. Chopper's just eating like whatever cake he grabbed or whatever. And they're just like the the animation of his yes, face as he's chewing. Yes. It was so like I don't think it was uncomfortable, but I was like <laughs> I was I don't know. It, it, it put wrong. me out. Yeah. It, it looked wrong because his whole <laughs> fucking face moved. Eyes included. <laughs> it was like suddenly he got the gum gum fruit, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I, I genuinely have no idea what you're talking I, about. Yeah, I'm with hilarious. you. I, I don't remember that being particularly notable either, but my, my man's is just trying to eat some cake, dog. Like, like leave him alone. Bro, he man. ate it with his whole face. His whole face <laughs> went up and down. Well, you never, you never enjoyed a good piece of food. Moved. I mean, I have, but like my jaw moves, not my whole skull. Moving on into the more important bits of of these episodes was, of course, the interaction between uh, your boy Luffy and and Brooke. Uh, and Brooke at first was also chatting with Sanji about you know how he saw everything, blah 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 blah. And uh, and Sanji was like, "Yo, dog, you like you can you play piano? I thought you played violin." And he's like, "I play everything. I can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a bard." 
motherfucker. <laughs> do, you, do you have any fucking idea who the hell I am? Who you're talking to? Yeah, yeah. So he, he set him, set Sanji straight, told him to go sit the fuck down. And then uh, and they just started hanging out with Luffy. Uh, and then Luffy was like, hey, by the way, but like, but like, actually, though, you, you trying, you trying to try and get on this boat? You trying, trying to join us for all this? And he's you want to like, get some crew, man? I got crew for you. Scratch his neck. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you like adventure? <laughs> I am honestly surprised that at this point, Luffy hasn't just pulled a Frankie the way like Frankie just grabbed Kiwi and mows you off the street. Just Luffy just finds somebody. He's like, you're my crewmate now. <laughs> Taking you to the sunny. We're friends now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, we all want more friends. Plus, how can he taste the food? Can when open he up his skull <laughs> and use it as a bag of holding. Yeah, so <laughs> this part I was actually really looking forward to. So as soon as uh, Luffy asks him, he's like, "Well, unfortunately, I have something I got to do." And then Luffy's like, "Dude, I already know. You got to go see Laboon. We've already seen him. He's doing great." And then, of course, Brooke is like, "Fucking ball!" And he's Chotomate. He's, he's like, "Wait a second, are you fucking kidding me?" After all, he's this like, time? my boy's really out there. <laughs> my is boy. he making happy? The last time oh. I, I saw him, he was the size of a minivan. You're telling me he's a mountain now, son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> and we, we get a part of his backstory there. But more importantly, there was that time he opened up his skull. And there was just a tone dial chilling in his brain. Oh, my God. That's so Can we talk good. about how metal that, to that what's on that tone dial is? Well, oh. we're not there. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're we, not there we, yet. We can, we can get there in a minute. I, I you know, I, I, I like to... that. That's like the meat and potatoes of his backstory. There's right? kind of a dark side to it when you think about it, though. But just, there's not kind of. I would say there's a very dark side to it. Well, like I mean, it's supposed it comes off as well. We'll get to it in a minute. I'll, it's not bad. I think it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. No, it's great. I, I, I like, I like this. Uh, the, the, the backstory doesn't doesn't overstay its welcome either. I don't think. I, I, I think sometimes shows and One Piece has been no exception that backstories just kind of drag on or feel like they have no reason to exist. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Brooks, see, seeing Brooks backstory, like, and seeing the crew, we get to see actual Brook, like yeah. human Brook, for the first yeah. time in his full form, full glorious I form. Boy. I kind of like Bony Boy a little bit better too, but um, n nevertheless, we get him and the whole, his whole crew. We get uh, uh, Captain York Yorkie, I think it was his name, right? It, it was indeed uh -huh. Yorkie, mm -hmm. yes. And, you know, everything that happens between uh, between them and when they meet Laboon and, oh, God, poor, little baby Laboon, bro. Little baby <laughs> Laboon, bro. Dude, all the squeaks throughout, like, the entirety oh, of these episodes my heart. always hit. I don't even care. My heart. I'm, I'm just listening to this baby Dylan, go Dylan, play like... the clip. <laughs> Dylan, play the clip, please. I need it. You should be out there looking for your pod. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute! Hey, how long do you think he's gonna follow us? I don't know. This poor mom's gotta be worried about him. Here, have some food, Laboon. Laboon, huh? Since when did you give the big boy a name? 
No, so we get we got the the backstory between Brooke and uh, his former captain Yorkie. So he came from uh, what the Rumbar Pirates, and I, I I do kind of agree with Christian. A lot of the time, some of these backstories do kind of overstay their welcome. But what we got through Brooke was a little bit of before they went to the Grand Line, presumably the West Blue, which is where I think he comes from. And just some shenanigans out in the West Blue until they decided, yeah, 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 we're going to go to the Grand Line and do stuff. And they were trying to tell Laboon to fuck off for a little while. And they even got to a point where they were like, Laboon, like, you literally have to stop. Like, we're we're going where no man can go. You can't you can't go with us. And they go up reverse mountain. <laughs> yeah. But you're and you're a whale, though. So, you know, peace. Like, if we can't go, then you certainly can't fucking go. So anyway. <laughs> but we're going to go anyway. But we're, well, we are probably go anyway. native to this region. Yeah. So that's like kind of a, a depressing <laughs> thought, too, that, you know, Laboon was like palling around with them for uh, assuming, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. To t- you can't really tell how long that that backstory was taking place in the West Blue. At one point, they even they even said it. They were like, after we leave him, like, he'll just hopefully he'll find his family. And I'm like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> oh man you be, he, he adopted you guys what are you talking about <laughs> yeah like i mean i don't I think that's kind of a lost cause where we're at right now my guy like i don't yeah. know what... <laughs> uh, it hurts i was like what do you mean find his pod how far have you guys sailed what do yeah, you think that's you, still a reality haven't you guys wa- watched bambi ever like come on bro <laughs> finding nemo finding nemo exactly like i uh, they're gone <laughs> I don't know who they thought they were kidding. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were like trying to convince themselves that they were making the right decision. And I mean, like to an extent, maybe their heart were, their hearts were in the right spot. But like, maybe they should have like if they wanted to ditch him, maybe prioritizing like finding other whales to ditch him with would have been like a <laughs> instead of just option. instead of just hiding yourselves below the railings or below deck so that he can't visually see or hear you. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just he just sits there and he cries in the middle of the water. He's trying to he's trying to get their attention. And then but then he follows anyway. He goes like, I don't these dudes must be fucking with me. Like there's no way they would just leave <laughs> me behind be a like prank. this. It's got to end like, eventually. We're, we're we're bros. There's no way they would just leave me behind like this. And so he follows them all the way over uh, reverse mountain and down to where Crocus has been big chilling at his lighthouse. <laughs> Yeah, I love Crocus's line too because he goes um, something like, "And uh, is the whale your guys' pet too?" And everyone goes, "So is that whale that followed you guys down some kind of pet or something?" And they all turn around at the same time, and Lavoo's just chilling there. He's having the time of his life. He's like, guys, dude, that was the coolest slide I've ever been on. Dude, that, that, that shit was sick. Let's do it again. Can, can we go for another round? Like, let's go. God damn it, Lavoo. He's all scratched up, too. The other line I liked by Crocus, too, was as soon as they got there, they were like, uh, yeah, so our boat's, like, super damaged because we did not expect to be dropping, you know, uh, 15,000 feet <laughs> all the way down to the bottom <laughs> on ocean floor and then uh crocus was like yeah you can chill here just pay me back in booze and food and we'll call it even yeah that sounds like a great deal to me that's all i'm saying absolutely what a homie man like he's he's out here like just helping people out and then of course when laboon shows up they all they're all like ah you you come here you fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> let's party it up but also seriously like you can't do this shit again 
I love seeing the scene where Laboon gets wrapped, like bandaged, and my, no. my first thought is just like, one, how? Two, I'm okay with they're this. All, they're also like not really covering the area where he had yeah. the scratches at all, because they were yeah. on his like nose area, and the bandages are wrapped essentially around his neck behind his eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It follows the same logic that it feels like Chopper does some of the time, too, where he just sort of wraps haphazardly and goes, all done. You're, you, you better Better now. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I, I am you're, doctor. You're fixed now. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, my arm is bending the wrong way. I said you're fixed. Yeah. Slaps him. <laughs> slaps him on the back. You'll be. That'll be three hundred thousand dollars, please. <laughs> I want to imagine Crocus in the back was like overseeing like the doctor of the of that crew and going like, hey, uh, are you sure you don't want to put a bandage around the scar over? And then he, and then the doctor's just like. Who the fuck is the physician here? <laughs> Are you a doctor? No, no. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes. Are, he goes to Crocus. Are you a doctor? And Crocus goes back. Are you a doctor? <laughs> God damn it! I need this bit in my life now. <laughs> Shit, so no one's ever asked me about my license. <laughs> Everyone just assumes that because I have bandages and and a syringe that I have to be. <laughs> no one's ever questioned that like this before. <laughs> God damn it, oh no. I just got lucky by stabbing people with random apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was thinking about buying a monocle. You think it's too much? <laughs> <laughs> I think all you all you need is all you need is the stethoscope and you'll be good, dude. <laughs> oh right, right. Stethoscope, stethoscope. Got it, got it. What is that again? What's a stethoscope? <laughs> what, yeah, what, what do I do with those? <laughs> yeah, I don't use those, but, but anyway, I've, so they're they're all palling around with Laboon, and and for whatever reason, I feel like this is like my only small gripe and continuity error is like they told Laboon to fuck off the first time, and he didn't. So I, I I have a hard time understanding why he would be like, okay, all right, I'll do it this time. I guess maybe because nah, nah, nah. was there. It, it was different. It was different because because before they were like straight up trying to abandon him like yo just zit this, this is where we part just ways just his ass yeah and then <laughs> they, they Yorkie... straight left that dude on scene and left <laughs> yeah and then Yorkie comes around he's like hey man it's only temporary we're just gonna you know make a quick trip around the you know the globe we'll be back in like a year or two yeah i think i think that's definitely the uh the deciding factor here is that they make the promise uh that they'll be back for him and so laboon is like i all right these dudes would never lie to me i'll, I'll i can i can wait a few years that's nothing i'm gonna i'm a whale i'm gonna live like 200 <laughs> <laughs> maybe he is though actually fucking god damn it laboon so i think i think that's really the uh the the part where laboon is willing to just ride out this 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 storm here is because mm -hmm. they make the promise. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Plus, Crocus was eyeballing that whale for real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way that you just put that, but okay. Yo, Dodd, that's where his vacation home is. He did, he did absolutely build a vacation home inside Laboon when he was big enough, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then, wait, all, but then Laboon, but Crocus does become a doctor. Yeah, he does. That's why I said that. <laughs> oh, I'm putting all the pieces together finally. I was thinking that to myself. I was like, is it Crocus a doctor? I think he was a doctor, but I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, he even, he even told the crew that, because uh, at one point Luffy was like, yo, you want to join our, our our ship? We need a doctor. And he's like, listen, dude, I've already, my sailing days are done. I, I was a right, ship's but, doctor once. But was I'm he here. a doctor? But was he a doctor at that time? 
that's a good question. Maybe that inspired did he, him to become did he, a yeah, doctor. Yeah, did he become a vet because Laboud was such an asshole and kept ramming his face <laughs> into the wall? <laughs> Who knows? Right. <laughs> these are these are good questions. Maybe he saw the the rumbar doctor wrapping those expertly <laughs> crafted bandages around Laboon and was inspired. Goddamn crocus! It all it all comes together. The, the uh, rumbar pirates is uh, uh I don't I don't want to call I, I guess I don't want to call it a motto, but the thing they kept shouting was that they make all the children smile around the world was like. I, I don't know. That felt like a weird tagline for their crew. I don't, it's because yeah. they're... It's got it's some really funky energy to it. Yeah, it's because they're a band of, of musically inclined pirates. That uh, So I assume that that's the, that's the point. But it felt weird that Grown uh, why men. can't why can't it be every I don't even I'm not even I'm going beyond uh, the the creepy no. part of it just like why can't everyone enjoy good music why has it got to just be the kids you know like why because all the adults are dead inside well that's they should they should aspire to bring life to them through music which is ironic considering Brooks final end result right and you know the rest of the crew <laughs> and, and, and you know the rest of the crew Spe- speaking of except <laughs> except potentially uh Yorkie himself yeah dude Yorkie going out uh, it, it's it's a cliffhanger of sorts but like that was rough but like he probably died i mean you know didn't happen on screen uh you know devin's right but it was also a flashback i, missed I don't it. know he said it didn't happen on screen oh yeah it's true. We've got conflicting ideas here. It didn't happen on screen. Can still be alive. It happened in a backstory. Could be dead. So right. This is this mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. really really gray area where it's like, wait a second. That was the they were talking. They were talking about Little Garden though, right? That was the that that looked like the Little Garden uh, virus. It's the, or... it's the exact same virus. In fact, oof, big yep, oof it, indeed. It, it do be that way. So he actually died. Well. Uh, we assume that he died from the exact same virus that caught Nami back in uh, in Little Garden that Chopper and uh, and all, well, I guess not just Chopper. But mostly Kureha. Mostly Kureha was like, wow, you just so happened to come to the exact right place. And I have the only antigen that you will ever find to resolve this like 300 year old virus. <laughs> also, you managed mm-hmm. to come on the exact right day. If you're a day late, you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like three hours later, dead. <laughs> Believe it or not, two more minutes later, also dead. I, that 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 cliffhanger really got me. I was like, the way I interpret it is that like he was like, "Hey man, if I'm gonna die, like push me out to sea. I want to die on my ship." And I'm just here like, "Damn." The only thing that's really missing here is just lighting the ship on fire and letting him go out, you know, cremation style. I mean, they, that's not what they that's not what they were doing though. They were like bringing him to another city where there were more doctors. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it really felt like he was like, "I'm alone on this ship. Just push me out to sea, and this is where I die." They, didn't they take like all the other sick passengers too? It wasn't just Yorkie. As far as I knew or understood, Yorkie was the only one that was sick, and they were no, 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 no. There, 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 there was definitely there was definitely like a dozen more or something like that. Mm. So I I assumed that they took Yorkie and all of the other sick ones because why would they still leave the sick ones on board the ship? Like I get Yorkie's the most important because he's the captain, but don't leave all the other ones on board to make the rest of the crew sick. No. Yeah, that, that, that definitely happened. There were, there was like a good dozen or so that were all sick or something like that. Also, if it was that contagious, how did none of the other straw hat crews catch it? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, how the fuck has Luffy, Sanji and Zoro never gotten sick? Listen, man, it's all a game of numbers, right? So if you consider, that's why. 
God. If you consider how many people were on the boat back when Brooke was on that crew, which looks to be like, I don't know, maybe 50, 60 dudes or some shit like that. And that compared to the six that we had on the boat back when Nami got it, like, I don't know. But maybe a smaller boat. True. This is also true. More contact areas on mm-hmm. a smaller boat that everyone well, how, how do you know they didn't maintain their six foot social distancing? <laughs> I, like, come on. <laughs> York, he was wearing a mask and everything, dude. He, he was. Yeah, they didn't until... have a doctor to tell him to stay six feet apart. Well, they did have a doctor. <laughs> the CDC wasn't there to give them conflicting <laughs> <Yeah>. reports. <laughs> Oof, too real. Oof, too real. <laughs> too, <meta. laughs> too real. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, of course, so Yorkie, the, the former captain, uh, did get incredibly sick, and, uh, and, and he left. He's gone. So, so, you know, we got Yorkie pushed out to sea with the rest of these sick passengers, allegedly, right? Uh, Brooke becomes the... Uh, we'll take them and push them away. <laughs> Move them somewhere else. Uh, Brooke becomes acting captain. We'll take of the... Bikini Bottom and move it somewhere else. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just, I wanted, I wanted that in there. Dylan's <laughs> 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 gonna cut that just because you asked for it. Uh, so, so, so yeah. Brooke becomes acting captain as in Yorkie's absence. Um, somewhere along the line, they just you know get stuck in the Florian Triangle, and uh, things things get real bad. Yeah, like, really I'm really bad. sad that we didn't get to see who killed Brooke because the idea of using poison and everything like that just sounds like an awesome like captain with like the poison poison fruit or something. Sure, I mean I think as like a, a an actual like you know storyteller perspective, I, I think what was important was just the act of like you know obviously the entire demise and. I, I I can see where Oda was like, well, I'm not going to expand on any villain that I show out here. Uh, in this backstory so there's no real point to actually showing an actual villain so leaving it like you know kind of ambiguous to that extent is kind of a strength but it it depends right i mean you you have an opportunity here to have like an actual villain but if you're not going to flesh him out then the question becomes like what's the point i mean that'd be a waste of you know effort on his part well you just you have a you have a potential tease for someone later on down the line right is, is what you can do but also remember this is a 50 year ago backstory so like now you have to ask yourself are we gonna go through dude, the is effort it, of- isn't, isn't Whitebeard like 800 years old like he's yeah. that dude that dude's like he feels ancient he feels ancient he's a little ancient all right garp garp is out here Gar- garp's got to be in his like 60s or 70s even no, Surely. I don't even I don't even think he was uh he was definitely in the Marines at this point. So by by the time Brooke is is doing his thing 50 years ago, Garp isn't or not Garp. Uh Roger isn't even like a thing. Like he he actually goes behind Roger I understand, and all that. I no, I, my point is that old people exist in this world. So who's to say who's to say that dude who's to say that that pirate captain from 50 years ago isn't still alive and kicking? I, my point is that Garp Garp is like 70 years old and still like the second strongest Marine in the in the core right now. Like, OK, all right. Well, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> clearly, it just wasn't part of Oda's master plan. And so no, he yeah. decides I mean, to write which is fine, this random man. villain in at chapter like 2000 and be like, OK, it's part of my master plan. Every, every part, every part of the story doesn't need to have a connection later on. It can just be a thing that exists. Ah, maybe it was just in a tight week that week. He was like, ah, man, I don't really got the time and energy to just make a throwaway character. Fuck that. Waste of my artistic talent and energy until like 300 episodes from now where we where we get that, you know, the uh, same way Laboon no. popped up again 300 episodes later. You're not wrong, hey, man. I mean, people can always come back. Like, that's all I I'm know. saying. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> that is, that is that's what true. I'm learning. 
I can't wait for chapter 2000 where we find the guy who poisoned Brooke. <laughs> yeah, he's he's secretly one of the four emperors, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the guys who poisoned, or the ones that poisoned Brooke's crew. So now that we got to that point, mm-hmm. yeah. imagine you're carrying around a, a device, or like a recording device that just has your death loop playing on <laughs> it. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, this will be great to give to my boy. <laughs> you know, I like, think it was here's sweet. The sounds of me dying in agonizing pain. You can hear on the recording everyone falling to the deck as they die. Doing uh, the we don't know that, that part. Time out, dude. Okay, so the deck falling, I'll give you. But there's no agonizing in there. They're all like, they're, they're all having the time of their lives. One last hurrah. What do you mean? That's well, the we'll never know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> part of uh, Brooke's prelude to what was on it was. Yeah, this is the last thing we sung before before we all died, so... It's also kind of fucked up in the idea of, like, hey, you want to hear my mixtape of me dying? Like... <laughs> I mean, so, uh, there, I think... I think it's... It's a little messed up. You gotta admit a little when, bit. When, uh, when, when you think about it, that song's been stuck in his head for 50 years. Yeah, and they won't fucking stop singing it. <laughs> Look, I enjoy... I'm... I'm I enjoy I enjoy the song. The song is a nice song. They use it like eighteen times in these episodes, dude. Yeah, they sing it. They sing it like four times an episode. <laughs> so I I remember one time you guys were like, you know, you you, you think that it was kind of a banger, like, I, and I told you, I remember I told you guys, I'm like, are you sure, like, it's not going to overstay its welcome? Like, what if you hear it like a hundred times in a single episode? You're like, I'm here for it. It's a great song, and I'm like. Well, I'm still vibing with it. <laughs> I'm vibing. I, I like the song. They just overuse it. Also, I kind of like I I again like the song. I like it in that more somber uh tune that you we first hear it in though. Oh yeah, that yeah. was so good. I like it I like it in the creepy uh very uh low tones more so than the uh the more jubilatious. Is that a word? Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> it the is more now. upbeat yeah. tones. Yeah, I made it. I, uh, this is how English works, right? You just say a thing, and it bec- it gets put in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, like photosynthesis. No, that's a real word. You're crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like it in I like it in the more somber tones than than in the high higher higher energy uh, way that they sing it at the party. Uh, but I, I I will counter with only the the one where you can hear the horns going like <laughs> that that's kind of fire though like the trumpets are good. <laughs> what does like... a trumpet sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog, it was, it was still cool. I, I want to hear it again. I'm genuinely okay. curious. All right, well, no, the rule rule of threes, Devin. Rule of threes. <laughs> But we, you know, we we we're we're dancing around the subject. What what had happened though, uh, with with Brooke's crew was since everyone was poisoned, Brooke was like, "Hey, I'm gonna come back to life. I'll get this message to 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 Laboon. Everyone, just play music until you die, okay?" And by golly, did they fucking do it? They're just uh, Devin. Devin is very right. This is this is the most metal thing they probably could have, which is ironic because the genre not metal whatsoever, but. No, this is actually one of my favorite uh, little quotes probably in the entire series again is when uh, it gets down to just like the four of them and then Brooke goes like, ah, down to a quartet. Well, it would seem we're down to a quartet. A trio. 
God, it hurts. I can see it. Once upon a time, I don't know if Jordy has the receipts from when we recorded this. We played Don't Starve together. Um, and we were all like playing the game and we were all about to die like for winter or something like that. And we were around the fire and I was like, hey, Jordy, hey, Jordy, it seems that we're down to a trio. And then I immediately died. (laughs) 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 And then Jordy just busted out laughing. (laughs) God damn, Damn, that's good. I was probably there for that and had no idea what you were were referencing. You had no idea what was going on. (laughs) Man, remember the Don't Starve phase? What a time. Dude, what a time. I still don't hate Don't Starve. Like, we can play that again. I hate it. I hate it. It just requires a lot of effort. actually. Simi probably was there too. He might he probably he might have known what was going on. So, somebody was already dead. So I, I, it was I think it was you, me, Simi, and Jordy probably. And then somebody was already dead. And then I was like, Yo, Jordy, it's a trio. Bang! <laughs> 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 and then I could hear him like mumble under his breath. It's a duet. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking goon but uh but yeah i just wanted to give that fun that fun histo- historical fact in there uh, i love what i love this bit though J- brooke's got such a i don't want to say wholesome because it's not very wholesome uh i i think it's fair to say it's kind of wholesome it's, the it's most also wholesome. incredibly traumatic yeah it's like the most wholesome like thing you could have out of a shitty situation um, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. to add insult to injury, of course, uh, not we already know the part where he looked for his body for like two or three years or whatever, and then it rotted to bones. And he was like, well, I got I don't what other choice do I got. I'm going to take it like I'll give myself a shot. And then he continued to vibe on that boat by himself. Dude, for like that 45 hurt. years. It's, well, he couldn't go anywhere. He like he literally could not go anywhere. Yeah, when I saw him turning like the the, the, the what is it? The mast? I don't know. The, 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 the steering thing. wheel. Yeah, the steering wheel, like, just seeing it doesn't turn, I was like, wait, are they gonna say he drove that around? But then, like, seeing him just, like, walking around, bored off his ass, talking to himself, going literally insane, I was like, that makes more sense. Coming up with the hilarious (laughs) 45-degree joke. Oh, yeah. Dude, Uh, But then also having that hallucination where... That, oh, God. It was bad. It hurts, dude. It hurts. What happened? You were having a bad dream, that's all. Now get over here and play a song. (laughs) I can't believe it. That really hurt. That means this isn't a dream. This is reality. It was just a nightmare after all. Thank goodness. I feel like I would want to die so much if I was ever in Brooke's situation. Mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. sounds absolutely horrid. I would not want any of that. Still don't know where he got the tea from, though, or coffee. <laughs> I don't think he was ever drink. I still don't get how he can taste things when he specifically said he doesn't have a tongue. <laughs> right, or taste buds. All right, listen, kids, you're about like 70 episodes too late to be hit dying on this hill. I love it, but I don't get it. <laughs> no, nope, it's fine. You don't well, have one to. Piece. You love it, but you don't get it. That's it. That's, that's as it. Lo- that's as bit. long as we love it, that's all we need. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot one of the Panda most Man. important. Yeah. I saw it. Not, I just, saw it. not yeah. just Panda Man. Panda Crew. Yes. Yes. Wait, Panda Dude, the Crew. Panda Crew set me off. Yeah. Like, and when they're shit. when they're still when they're still in the west uh, west blue part of their backstory, they fight up the pan. It's Panda Man's crew. That's okay. Panda Man's ship. <laughs> Wait, they have is? a pan. They have a panda. Um, uh, what's the thing? Figurehead and. 
It's it was definitely pa- panda pirates, and there's definitely a dude with a panda face. And it's a panda skull and crossbones. Mm. And then there's a big, there's a big burly dude who, with panda man's head. That's the first panda man. There's mm-hmm. a second one later. Hmm. I thought you were gonna point out the one when from the party. There was a yeah, there, definitely there that were... one. That's the one I caught. Wait, yeah, is there was... another one? Yeah, Dude, when they were... did a flashback to a bar. There's there was one in in the first two episodes outside of the panda. Oh, crew. maybe that's the same. I think that's the same. No, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the same one. You guys are okay. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> the panda man get panda man's crew gets defeated, and he just decides to join the rumbar pirates. <laughs> is my head is my head cannon? <laughs> my but man. I thought he joined the the. Shanks, listen, Panda Man. Panda Man's been everywhere, dog. Devin, this is fifty years ago. Oh my god, that He's, was young Panda Man before this he is got young swole. Panda. Before he got swole. Before he got the heart nipples. <laughs> Definitely Panda Man. The flashback at the bar scene. I don't know if the like pirate fight with the Panda crew was Panda Man. I don't know. It's there was one there. I mean, there I saw the guy's one face. The I just don't know if that was the Panda Man. You know? I mean, it it was it was it was the Panda Man head. Uh, that's that's listen. usually what we that's usually what we judge by. This is this is where I'm at. No matter what we do, uh, all we're doing is giving more work for Christian. So I'm here for it, honestly. I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't done that in fucking weeks. <laughs> wow, I've given up on it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Come on, I've got I've gotten lazy. <laughs> This motherfucker. I'm like, I'm like five panda sightings behind at this point. <laughs> it's never too late to catch up. Hey, you can surprise us. You know, throw one just in there. Spam them all at once. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> just dump, just uh, info dump all of them at exactly. once. Exactly. <clears throat> oh my God, excuse me. I'm dying. Damn, okay, not you too. Clear. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we get some. There, there's also a part in the backstory too where they t- uh, they mention that Yorkie gets a bounty at one point. I kind of wanted to see what it was. I'll be honest. Yeah. Was it like thirty something? No, that's, that's Brooks, Brooks. Brooks. Which they oh. also do. They uh, Brooke gets a bounty as well after he becomes the captain of the, of the Rumbars, um, and he gets one eventually. <laughs> but they don't show it at that time. And I go, I went, oh God, stop doing this to me, uh, One Piece. Like I want to see these bounties. <laughs> uh, and then, but then they do. They rectify Brooks at least later uh, when he uh, swears his fealty to uh, uh, Straw Hat Luffy later. My nickname is the Humming Swordsman. I have a bounty of thirty-three million berries on my head. I was the leader of a battle convoy in the kingdom of my origin. Afterwards, I served as a musician and swordsman in the Rumbar Pirates. Later, succeeding Yorkie as captain of the crew until their demise. But now, I pledge my life. And my services to Captain Monkey D. Luffy of the Straw Hat Pirates! I shall do my best to make you proud. That is to say, I shall work myself to the bone! (laughs) Uh, And it says he has 33 million berry bounty, which is Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. something to sneeze at. Yeah. That's a a pretty good bounty. Yeah. Uh, Is it the, besides Chopper, is it the lowest one on the crew? Zoro's at all. No, I, I remember now. It's 300 on Luffy, 100 on Zoro, 77 on Sanji, Frankie 44. Uh, Robin is at a rounded 80. Is it Nami? Does Nami have? Nami's 17. 17. Okay, so he is higher than Nami then. Yeah, I think I think he's just under Frankie, but higher than Usopp. I don't remember what Usopp's is at this you point. You mean King. Sorry, Soga yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I, uh, I thought Soga King was at like 
Maybe I'm bugging. I thought Soga King was at like 60. Here, let me look it up really quick. For burning the flag, you know? Like, he got a substantially high one for just burning the flag, pretty much. He is at a solid 30. Oh, okay. Okay, oh. yeah, that sounds about right. I was like, there's definitely somebody on the crew who's also in the 30s. I, I just wasn't sure if it was exactly 33 tied with okay. Brooke. I also find it interesting that he was known as uh, Dead Coming. Bones Brooke. Well, no, he was known, He called, I mean, maybe he assigned it to himself, but he when he was introducing himself, he's, he said, I'm known as Dead Bones Brooke, also known as... Or nickname the humming swordsman. So this this is what's funny. It's like he he has a nickname for when he was in the core from back in the military in the West Blue, which is as, the humming swordsman part. And th- and then when he was in the Rumbar Pirates, he was Dead Bones Brook, <laughs> which is like keck. <laughs> right, <laughs> kind of funny for a guy who hasn't died yet. I wonder why he got that nickname. Maybe because maybe because they knew. Well, I mean, he would have theoretically come back to his. They didn't even really know. He didn't know. He was like, because they asked him how his Reviver Five fruit works. He's like, fine, no, I've, I've never died, died before. I haven't died yet. Imagine if someone claimed his bounty while he was dead and then he revived. So he actually doesn't have they a bounty. They probably did. But I mean, he revived and then wasn't seen for 50 years. So, <laughs> you know, we, we don't know this. We don't know if that happens. However, I can tell you that people definitely impersonate other pirates in this universe. I will say that. That do happen from time to time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then, of course, after we get out of the backstory, we find out all the all the dirty details of Brooke. Um, and he, uh, as soon as he gets done explaining to Luffy, like, all right, well, this is my last song. This is my swan song. I'm just so fucking glad I made it, dude. And I'm like, me, Brooke, you're the realest, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I would have zero shot at making, I would go insane. I'd throw myself into the ocean. I'd be so fucking done. I'm so glad to still be alive! I'm so glad I never gave up, no matter how hard it was. (laughs) Well, of course, right? I've waited so long for this day to come. I would say that he is the mo- I would say he's extremely strong-willed because he didn't be he didn't like he didn't become like a stoic asshole from his experiences in being alone. Like he's still like this super happy go lucky guy even after being alone for the better part of 50 years. <laughs> part just- of me part of me wonders if it's like mania, like honestly uh, it definitely is. The reason why he's reacting so cheerfully is because this is like the first people he's seen in like forever that were zombies. <laughs> yeah, he's forgotten how to like actually talk to a human being. Oh my god, poor Hence Brooke, the dude. panties joke. The more you think about Brooke, the more you realize just how fucking sad of an existence this <laughs> you know, poor it man is has inter- been through. It, it is interesting because there's no indication that he was he was uh, so into panties when he was uh, alive. So somewhere in the, in the fifty years, he des- he developed this need. He forgot how to people or, or desire. That man was that man was was alone on that boat for longer than he was alive as a regular human. I mean, Oof. shit. If I was on a boat for that long, I'd probably be asking the exact same thing. Somebody get the horny bat. <laughs> Somebody get that horny bat right now. And but so like then we get then we get all of this. Uh, Setup, I guess, 
for Lola, whoever Lola's mother is that we'll meet in, you know, 500 episodes probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you know, no. this was really throwaway because it, it's a long time before this pays off. And then uh, <laughs> knowing that knowledge, I spoke to Jordy. I was like, wow, did you ever see this shit coming? He was like, absolutely not. It's been a long time since Laboon. So <laughs> it's also been a long time since Ace gave him that piece of paper. Uh, yeah, I that too. forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys even remember that that scene happened? <laughs> Not until Nami was handed a blank piece of paper. When <laughs> Nami was handed a blank piece of paper, I went, wait a minute. I feel like I've seen this before somewhere. <laughs> Not even the same And then Luffy went, wait a minute. I think I've seen this somewhere before. <laughs> no, it wasn't until Luffy mentioned it. I was like, huh, where did you? Oh, uh, uh, my favorite part about the, this whole interaction is when Luffy takes his out and his is on fire. The first thing that came to my mind is that meme of the dog in the burning house. Like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we learned about the, the Viva cards, which is apparently you, you can go somewhere in the new world and take like a piece of fingernail or like a piece of hair or something like that. It, it just like it's bound to you as a person mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you could. You can like give shreds of it to like your family and friends and it'll like always be attracted to you or where you are. So it's like magnets. How do they work? It's like magnets. How the Nobody fuck do knows. They work? Nobody knows. <laughs> so so Lola, for whatever reason, was like, oh, Nami, here, since you're such a good pal, I'll, I'll give you this one way ticket to a free favor to this cool. To pirate. my mom. <laughs> to my mom who is in the new world. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's a big pirate out there. She was um, like, if you're ever in trouble, go find my mom. Go find my mama. She's she she she'll do you right. She'll do you solid. I promise. She'll cook you up a nice meal, treat you right. Probably hold you hostage and ask you for all your gold because you know pirate. But. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll give you like a piece of candy, you know. Yeah, yeah, but then once you show her this paper, though, she'll at least let you live. So that'll be that's a plus. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She'll <laughs> definitely help you out. I just like the idea that Lola's going through the Grand Line backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, that's a valid funny. point, though. Like, what what do people who are born in the new world do? Right, go through the exit and come out the other side and start over instead of going backwards. Yeah, go to the end, start at the beginning again, and then do it all over. Because you would think that the log poses wouldn't plus. necessarily allow you to go backwards. Well, necessarily, they, they don't. They don't necessarily. So this is where you have that gray area of being like, okay, well, are they following a bunch of fucking beaver cards? Or because when you go to a, a log post, takes you to a new island. When the log post picks a new island, it does always pick a new island further east. However, if you have the the fixed log poses or Viver cards, this is that other way that you can travel about the Grand Line. Because I know we also talked about how the Marines can low-key just kind of go over the column belt willy-nilly, which is really fucking obnoxious <laughs> and broken, but... Do you think that Crocus has like a billion papers and has like a little lighthouse just so people can find their way to the front? Well, ah. the papers are not attracted to each other. They're attracted to the person that's it's made to. So unless oh, she has I thought they were to. OK, yeah. Crocus would have to be handing out these pieces of paper to people. Here's yeah, a piece yeah. of paper. Don't get lost. Don't die. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, going back to the Viva card thing real quick. So. So, yeah, as Brendan explained, uh, Viva cards, you basically imprint your essence onto this paper you know layman's terms and then you give out a piece of somebody's like hey if you ever need to find me just follow the paper it'll drag you to me more or less um yeah and then luffy you know looks at his viva card from ace and it's like burning and when i first saw that i was like oh that's kind of cute it's kind of like Kind of like Dente Mushis is like, oh, it's a little personalized. It's it's AC, so it's not flat <laughs> so, here. <what>? <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out uh, the burning of Ace's paper means he's kind of like dying or in distress or something like that. 
I just love the, the, the reaction from the rest of the crew. We're like, hey, yo, we can like make a pit stop, you know, and check on him. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it's like eating him apart in the inside. Uh, He's like, it's mm-mm. fine. Uh, no, no, Luffy's definitely. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Luffy's big chilling. At first, it was actually a really like stark difference and kind of distracting because at first he was like, oh, no, it's burning. But then like it immediately cuts to the crew leaving Thriller Bark. And he just goes back to having that shit eating grin and he's like, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I feel I'm pretty sure Luffy is kind of somewhere in the middle. I don't think he's extremely worried about it, hence why they're not going. But I don't think he's big chilling either. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure he's at least kind of worried about Ace, but Mm. but figures that Ace has been able to work out his own problems up to this point. And so why would this be any different necessarily type of thing? The first thing that came to my mind, though, was famous last words. He's fine. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> Flag number one or two or three. I don't know which one we're on right now. But we got but we, we got informed slightly earlier in the episodes when mm-hmm. we had when we had cut it to. Um, uh, Absalom. Well, yeah, Absalom and. uh the doctor's name escapes me right now what the hell is it hogback hogback and absalom are chilling on i think it was absalom it looked like it was would have been absalom ship but either way where he pulls out a newspaper which which has this headline that Firefist ace is to be executed at impel down um at least executed i definitely heard impel down i yeah, he, yeah it mind, said he was going to be it executed said execution. at impel down oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, i it didn't said, read it that quickly it said he was to be executed at impel down so mm-hmm. not only did he lose the fight to Blackbeard, he Blackbeard delivered on his promise to hand over uh, Ace to the government so that he could cozy up to them. Yes, that, that just get stitches. Also, uh, a side note, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in a couple of the episodes where we saw newspapers, one of the other little headlines was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Iceberg. Uh, and his uh, attempts at trying to find a new secretary and there, there was <laughs> there was a couple of like uh there was like a a, a sex worker on one of them <laughs> yeah dude it was a whole thing <laughs> when was the last time we saw a newspaper now i think about it oh uh, we usually only see them around like bounties right we see them like at the end or beginning of arcs pretty much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is usually some... meant to just like tell his bounties for the most part yeah I did not. I did not. I did not see the 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 wanted section, <laughs> the, the like uh, the wanted ad section of the newspaper. Though that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little picture of iceberg saying like looking for a new secretary, and then like the next newspaper we see, there's like a girl in fish leg or fish uh, net stockings, like putting her leg in front of iceberg, going like, "You like it?" <laughs> oh my God. My God. <laughs> oh, also, I I don't think this was mentioned before. The episode we just watched, uh, but they confirmed that uh, Blackbeard has officially replaced. Um, oh my yeah, god, it was mentioned before. Crocodile Man. Yeah. Crocodile. yeah, there we go. My brain was like, "What's Sandman's name? What's Sandman's name?" Yeah, <laughs> Mister uh, Sandman. Uh, what's his name? K- Kuma told it to Mor- Moria before Moria got involved with the the straw yeah, hat. The, uh, the, the only the only bit of new information is that Ace is going to be executed and impelled down. Because at this point, we knew that he got 
delivered to the world government or something. He lost to Blackbeard. That, that was mostly knowledge we kind of already knew. Meanwhile, uh, Hogback was also trying to like, you know, low key be to the audience like, I don't think Whitebeard's going to just take this one sitting down, dudes. Like, <laughs> like that's a he's, he's a part of the Whitebeard crew. Like, that's that's not just something to scoff at. <laughs> that's that's quite the man to just, you know, capture and imprison and execute. <laughs> Respirator <laughs> intensifies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> big, big. Oh, no. Oh, no. But uh, but that's that's pretty much all of it, right? Uh, the the crew is now off and on their way towards the next adventure. Do you, do you, where do you guys think we're going next? So, I mean, obviously, back in Water Seven, we were like, not we're going Fishman Island. We're still not going to Fishman Island. I don't. I'm still not convinced we're going to Fishman Island. Well, I just say how many did you say? You said like two hundred, right? I, yeah, I I gave I gave some some enormous number, like two or three hundred episodes when Jordy first asked me about it. I do think you said two hundred. I'm, I'm gonna stick by that. I was completely wrong, so I'm pretty sure I said, like... You definitely said two as the other extreme. <laughs> you, yeah, you went the other way and was like, well, yeah, it'll be, like, next episode or something. I don't know. 50 <laughs> episodes later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, do you, I mean, okay. We So we've done we've done the arc between uh, projected arcs. You, there's no way we're going to do another one, though, right? Another one. There's another no way one. we make another, like, DJ tangent, Colin. right? A little no side. way no no, no <laughs> shot okay all right. i mean we already missed like we we had the golden opportunity to make like a you know a pit stop with you know asking luffy like hey do you want to stop and do something about ace and he's like no we're going to progress the plot by going to fishman island and then yeah they never so, like, there's no way we don't go to fishman island yeah no no way no way are we going to accidentally somehow still end up at impel down to save it to, to attempt to save ace <laughs> not, not gonna happen no shot not gonna happen no shot no shot whatsoever <laughs> none at all all right well that's uh that's pretty much all we got for these episodes um, that was we'll the end of our arc by the way right i can say yeah. officially say that that was the end uh, of yeah, the yeah, i would arc. say I would, that sounds pretty safe this is this is the end of the arc. Uh, Brooke did not get his shadow stolen again. <laughs> it had a lot of good moments. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was a pacing thing yeah. for me. There was a lot of parts that just like it took way too long. But like overall, like if I were to like reflect back on it, I'd say, yeah, I enjoyed this arc. That's good. That's that's the best review you could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I, I really like this arc. Uh, I, I, I'm in a similar situation. You pretty much encapsulated the basics of it where this arc started off extremely strong for me. I, the, the beginning of this arc is, is some of the best shit ever, uh, with the introduction of Brooke, um, and the, the, the sort of beginnings of getting to Thriller Bark, the in-between the, this, the show still has kind of issues with. Uh, the way fights play out sometimes and the stuff that happens in between, they don't go. We don't get as many goose chase, wild goose chases in this, probably because it's like you said before, it's sort of this mini arc between bigger arcs, it feels like. So they don't feel the need to kind of throw all of this extra stuff in there. The The worst we get is is Luffy chasing Mori around the island for like eight episodes yeah, <laughs> but uh, which which is always a pain in the ass whenever they do this to whatever character it is. It's usually Luffy or Zoro, but uh, I think that uh, overall it has a, it has a very it has a strong ending, and I like this arc. I, I would probably easily put this. Uh, I mean, 
realistically how many arcs have we even gone through at this point like four uh, yeah keep keep in mind arc. that if you if you call all of east blue one arc right uh, so we have like the what are they they refer to as romance dawn right mm-hmm. like that's the title of it yeah uh yeah yeah you can do that so that yeah, romance skypea alabaster, alabaster before that uh water seven slash any's lobby which we kind of combine as Chopper's two island so this is effectively like the fifth arc i guess then Right, yeah, I'd, I'd pretty say much something like that. Yeah, it's that, like the fi- it's like the fifth arc. the The point I was trying to get to is that I'd probably right now rank uh, Thriller Bark at it w- well within the top three that we've watched. If mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. if we're going arcs, yeah, I I don't know what my what my top three ranking would be uh, off the top of my head really, but I, I would say Thriller Bark is definitely up there with some of my favorite that we've watched so far. I, I just love the gags in the beginning, dude. The gags mm-hmm, in the beginning mm-hmm. are too fucking good. Yeah. They hit. They hit real good. They're so fucking good. Uh, uh, but, all right. I'm on a similar boat. Uh, I have, This is the second time watching Thriller Bark. Uh, the first time, I was definitely uh, a fool who was like, ah, oh, man, like, we just finished Water 7. This can't possibly compare. Oh, um, yeah. I, yeah, we, we can tell you guys now. So, Jordy and, and Justin Bolt say this is, like, the shittiest arc in all of One Piece. Animals. Like they, they, they fucking skipped this shit, which I'm like, no, 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 no. Justin's told us about how he just kind of skips shit because he wants to get no, 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 no. Jordy definitely like maybe skipped it. I let him defend himself, but for me, I watched this arc, but I just wasn't vibing with it. I was like, ah, this arc is kind of whack. Uh, like I didn't have any appreciation for it. It's and it, and it's largely because it came right came right after Water Seven, which is this huge big thing. Um, and, and I'm kind of like still riding the hype of that, and I'm comparing things to that because that's like peak One Piece for me at the time, right? Um, which was really unfair to this arc. Like having watched that now with fresh new eyes and fresher perspective and things like that. Uh, I agree with Christian. Thriller Bark is not one of my favorite arcs. Uh, that we've covered so far. I remember I mentioned. Uh. That when I first watched One Piece, that Skypea was like one of my favorite arcs, and now I'm trying to retract that statement. Well, Skypea is cool, uh, but Thriller Bark is, I think, a lot better in my opinion. Definitely top yeah, three. I would definitely put this above Skypea. The, the my favorite part of Skypea is honestly just the Nolan and not Nolan. What's the fucking guy's name? I forget his name. Calgon. Yeah, that's like my favorite part of Skypea by a mile. And then like the going back into like Cricket and uh, Ryder. Is that what his name? Who's the yeah, the Rider. guy? Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah, Cricket Rider versus Nolan Calgoda. That was the best part of Sky PA. Everything else you can kind of miss me with. Oh, and I like Dials too. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is Jordy's favorite for one character in particular, of course. Hey man, it's, it's a good opinion. Perona Perona makes this whole arc. Can't change my mind. I don't remember that scene happening. It though. didn't. This is this that's is just a it thing. Didn't. <laughs> it's just a thing. Leave Pay it no alone. attention to the gif from the Discord. Uh, yeah, Jordy Jordy put a gif of Perona because apparently everyone needs to give shout outs to the to everyone's goth girlfriend crush that they had in high school or something. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but all right, that's uh that's pretty much everything. I, I like I like the really bark for what it is. I mean, I think Nightmare Luffy's a fun time and the the gags hit always <laughs> at the beginning of the like arc Brooke just hit every single time yeah Brooke is a character no and what. a half dude i love that guy yeah if Brooke i can't wait here, i would have hated this oh this is another really cool thing too you guys basically know the whole crew now i feel like you're lying no he's right there, there will be like one 
or you know some changes way 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 no, like all of the, the shit you guys have seen these are the characters you've made it congratulations i'm pretty sure i've seen one more character if you have it's super duper future spoilers like not even worth thinking about you haven't even met that person yet yeah like i mean i don't even think that there is anybody who's officially joined even by our standards uh there's somebody that pals around a lot um but other than that this regard- is the crew this is the crew and it will stay like this f- until it changes whenever Press that is x to doubt oh sure you go ahead and doubt i'll see you in like 700 episodes when someone when i finally get to say i told you so <laughs> mark my words it'll be 700 episodes or some shit when we'll mm-hmm, get like mm-hmm. some new vb or whatever waiting right <laughs> be like that's the guy that's the guy i've been seeing a lot i don't know what you are you confuse me but it's you i want to know what this image devin has in his head it's probably just some amorphous all right well either way either way i you know, you have it from me congratulations you have met the main nine members of the crew any more closing thoughts on this arc before we just you know put it to rest we got an email yes we do we do got an email how do you know that it's written right there. Big oh. bold letters right there. <laughs> I mean, I know, but he's not, he doesn't read the email. <laughs> I don't. This, this email we got, uh, do you want to describe it, uh, Justin? Otherwise, I, I was going to maybe read the first paragraph, but he did write spoilers at the beginning and end of that paragraph. So maybe I shouldn't. Um, so, so a, a listener named Gabriel, um, he emailed us a lot. Like th- this is one really big email. And yeah. to sum it all up, uh, he was mentioning how he he appreciates the few times that Brendan specifically would bring up cover stories uh, as we progress through our adventure in, in the show. Um, but he wanted to specifically mention all of the cover stories that Oda has written in the manga as the story has gotten. And uh, up until this point, we've gotten in the anime. Yeah, so, so he has to, to, summarized all 10 of them. Oh, so to put it in perspective, Homie literally listened to our episodes and was like, hey, Brendan mentioned cover stories. He found all of the ones that would be concluded by now, summarized them for us and said, here, you guys can take this and do something. Jesus. With it. <laughs> Damn. What a so, trooper. So, so Jordy literally responded and went like, is this what having an unpaid intern feels like? Yeah, we don't deserve we don't deserve you, sir. <laughs> yeah, we do not deserve it at all. Thank you so much. It's so nice to have because now none of us have to do that research. So you that's up <laughs> to you, my man. Yeah, um, not, not, not the fact checked guy, the quote unquote fact checked guy, not the super fan. <laughs> we got it from Gabriel. He was like, yo, homies, I got you. All right. So anyway, what do we got? Well, um, I, I mean, I don't want to dive into it because there's a lot. Uh, Jordy did like this, and he does want to turn this into its own podcast standalone thing All right, that we will that definitely do in the future when we work out those kinks. But we definitely just wanted to take this time to thank Gabriel for what what he's all getting at work. is basically we can do another one of these casts or something and just go over all of the initial reactions towards some of these cover stories or something, and then well, yeah. this this sounds like the perfect thing to just slot in like a spoiler cast or something well we uh, want to do it with you guys though that yeah no, it I, would I, be I mean cast. i mean the, i mean the same idea as a spoiler cast where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. just a thing that we do instead of an unnormal we'll episode it out later yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure, out figure it out later, later. There, there's enough there that we could have it almost be in like a movie setting where we just kind of have this other thing that we do on the side or or whatever you know what i mean i think that's, right, that's, well, that's what uh, we're trying to get at shout out that's that's pretty sick thanks gabriel you you the realist you the mvp you the homie we're still not paying you though, but you the homie. 
Well, yeah. you know, you get paid <laughs> exposure like every other artist. <laughs> Feel free to put this on your uh, resume out there. Uh, was on paid intern. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so uh, that was the email we got. That shout out, uh, Gra- Gabriel. Gabriel, sorry, Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel. Uh, and uh, next week we're going to be doing episodes three eighty two to three eighty four, and uh, moving on to quotes. Do we got quotes? I got one, and it's you the best one. one. What do you got? Uh, it's from Brooke. Uh, it's right when he's on, you know, Death's door. If we're going to die anyway, let's enjoy the experience. All right. Uh, what What about you guys? I wrote down a few. There, uh, when Sanji's talking to the two ran, uh, no, wait, no, Sanji's talking to Brooke at the party, uh, and Brooke inf- tells him that he also saw what transpired out there, uh, and says, You were both very brave, or whatever it was. And, uh, Sanji says, You shouldn't put me in the same boat as Zoro because I'll just end up looking stupid in comparison, uh, which is one of these rare moments where, uh, Sanji actually, I, I, I guess we'll say acknowledges Zoro or humbles himself a little bit more instead of yeah. just being completely at odds with him. Now, it's, of course, it's because Zoro is not directly within earshot or conscious, so we can't make fun of Sanji for it. But it's still not, it's nice to see. Um, yeah, I like that part too a lot. Sanji, Sanji unwrap himself and also have it be like one of the three times you told us that he uses Zoro's actual name. Uh, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever the number was. So, um, I thought that was really, I thought that was really nice. Uh, the the other one, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, is at the end uh, in the last episode when Lola, uh, she asks Frankie to marry her, and then but Frankie's response is as he's slicking back his hair with his comb that he keeps in his pocket like a true greaser. He goes, sorry, babe, you're a gem, but it won't it won't work out. I'm afraid I'm just too super to settle down. <laughs> Is that what it was in the sub, too? Because that's exactly what it was in oh, the my dub. My sub said I'm too cool. No, oh, he okay. says super in the sub. The, the fact that he's like, sorry, babe, you're a gem. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> fucking smooth. Fucking greaser, dude. He's a... He's a Straight out of uh, sh- shit. What's the what's the West Side the book? Story? Yeah, or like a Greece? West Side Story or what's the book like with Pony Boy? Oh, uh, The Outsiders, right? Outsiders, yeah, classic straight, novel. Sh- straight out of Outsiders, dude. Godly, dude, what the fuck? Am I-, <laughs> I like. I both think it's that hilarious. Had to be the most nice letdown of them all, though. You can- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like a no. Like it wasn't a hard no. Yeah, like, it was, it was like he could cut, it, one, if he if he decides he wanted to settle down, like he might come back to Lola. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a no. It wasn't a no. You know, it was what? not. It was not a straight up no. Like literally everybody else, everybody else is giving her a, a, a basically a fuck you. Like everyone, everyone <laughs> is shouting shouts no out at her. They can't get the word out quick enough. But Frankie's <laughs> like, hey babe, yeah. It's just, just not my time yet, you know? <laughs> Shut up, Christian. <laughs> I, I find it... Ex- you know, you're right. It, it's, it's not that bad. I think it's funny, though. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm outraged. I'm just chilling here. <laughs> my, my quote is... Uh, 
it's 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 I forgot exactly what episode it is, but it's when Sanji and uh, Brooke are talking. And at one point, Brooke's like, oh, do you have any song requests? And Sanji's <laughs> about to say a song, and he just keeps playing the fucking song. He's like, hey, why would you fucking ask Well, he, go, he goes into Binks Brew for the first time, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, he just starts going, yo, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the, oh, I'd even bother to ask me, man. I, I, lo- I love the little, like, swing back and forth that Brooke does, too, when he sits down like that, and he's, like, tick-tocking back and forth like a metronome. <laughs> God, what a, what a goon. That stuck hard <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Uh, well, I mean, we covered most of the things that I, I, I wanted to showcase. I think the only other decent, uh, scene in, uh, of note would probably be between Brooke and Zoro right there at the end when, uh, so Frankie Usopp and, and Chopper, cause he picked out the flowers, uh, made this like really nice homage to the Rumbar pirates on Thriller Bark. And then, you know, Brooke was saying, yeah, well, you know, we came from the West blue. So did Thriller Bark. So this is like the best we can do. And then Zoro comes up and just be like, gotta put this dead sword away. <laughs> it's a dead sword and then you know, brooks look it over he's like my god what a fucking g <laughs> and, the, and and despite the despite the fact that zoro doesn't believe what did zoro not believe in god or does he just not give a shit i, I think I, he's agnostic it's a little bit of both i think he is atheist or agnostic one of the two but i don't i don't see that as a uh as like a spiritual thing for like religious purposes i think it's more of a respect thing on the sword because i mean obviously he's, he's like very samurai and japanese inspired so i'm sure that at some point during his training he was taught you know the value of a blade and a tool and how to like give proper respect and care to it so i, I don't i don't think it was more i don't think he was like praying to the sword gods i think he was just kind of going like Thank you for all you've done for me. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like paying enough, homage to like the way you would at like a funeral. It's like, hey, like, you know, he, he values his sword just as much as you would value a person. Yeah. Anyway, we've got an important decision to make. Uh, what is our decision? Golden ham. The golden ham, of course. Yes, that is an important decision. I mean, mm. I'll just be real. Like, I think the easy answer is Brooke, and it's also my answer. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for your your you know your secondary. I was like, so this is the easy there is answer. No secondary, secondary yeah. Lagoon hard, again. The hard, the hard answer is also Brooke. <laughs> Listen, I'm also gonna throw a caveat. If there's not if it's not a scene of of Brooke with Laboon, then there is no justice. I just want I want to set that record straight. I want I want Brooke Laboon together, my man. I want Brooke with skin on. Um, what do we think about? just giving it wholesale to the rumbar pirates mm. is that too much you know I, I i like the energy but i will say this is this is also coming from the man who was outraged when we gave it to both dory and Broggy back in little garden <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all <laughs> sweats profusely <laughs> look man look people change all right yeah well we gave it to a boomerang once too so <laughs> <laughs> we did give it to Boomerang once. I'll never forget. I'll never Dark forget. Times. Um, honestly, I, I don't feel that. hate it. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I would say that the Rumbar Pirates backstory was probably my most favorite part, and they are homies. Make no mistake, they are the actual realists. I just uh, want Laboon in there. I don't care. You know, what I'm, else. I'm gonna. I got the same energy as Devin right now. It's like Laboon's my hard second pick, just because Laboon. Laboon. I, I can put my vote towards the full Rumbar Pirates. I feel that. I feel that. With 
Laboon though. With Laboon. Right. Well, there's plenty of there's plenty of pictures. I with... don't I don't think that there's oh, yeah I don't think you're gonna find a picture of just the Rumbar Pirates without Laboon honestly. Except that part they died. Except the part where you know they're on the ship singing and you know Laboon's off screen. Yeah. Or or maybe we 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 give a shout out to the to the to the bass player in the in the crew. <laughs> we pick him for Golden Ham just because <laughs> we pick one of the guys that lived till the end. <laughs> Rumbar Pirates uh, here we Laboon. go. Well, Labo- luckily, Laboon is a Rumbar pirate, so yeah. we're still Laboon. in the right. Hey, there you go. That's that's three to one or whatever we are. Uh, moving on to the grab bag. We finally uh, got it back. Oh, baby. I'm so fucking ready for this. Oh, boy. It's been a hot minute since we had some Brendan trivia. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Of the CP9 members during Water 7, who else had a parent in Robin's backstory? Who else had a parent in Robin's backstory? Mm-hmm. Of CP9 members specifically. Whoa. Ex- oh, I remember. Interesting. Of the CP9 members, who had... A- oh, like who just had a parent or who had a parent in Robin's backstory? Who else had a parent? So this is, uh, this is excluding uh, Spandam, Spandine. Oh, that's cheating. Well, yeah. Wait, what? That's okay. Fine. Um, I, I he said who else, so I assumed that was ignoring the obvious. Hmm. CP9 member, not Spandam slash Spandine. So it was one of Spandime's cronies then, and it must have been like one of their sons must have become a CP9 member. Poor daughter could have been Khalifa. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna assume it's not Khalifa. Um, or Khalifa, by the way. Um, Where's Khalifa? Where's Khalifa? Jinx, you owe me a Dr. Pepper? I feel like my easy answer's gotta be Bluno from the bar, just because I vaguely remember those guys, and none of them, like, have any, like, characteristics that look like any of the other members of CP9, and I guess Bluno from the bar maybe makes sense? Ah, fuck, I don't know. I bet it's Kaku. It wouldn't be Kaku, they don't, none of them had the fucking nose thing. Alright, so you're telling me that it's not Spondum, he doesn't count. We never met Lucci's parents. He was like an orphan that just wanted to kill fucking everybody. Oh, wait, Jabra. No. Wait, why would he count? <laughs> well, I mean, like, but OK, I'm going to go with Jabra. That's that's the meme answer. I'm going to pick Jabra. I don't even care. <laughs> All right. Jabra final answer and uh, incorrect. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was actually Khalifa's mother. Her name is uh, Lasky. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you knew? I know. I had no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just. I'm laughing because you said. I'm laughing because you said. No, nah, there's no way. It's Khalifa. My bad. Lasky, Khalifa's father. I said mother. My bad. My bad. What do you mean ad libbing? I'm not ad libbing. I just can't read. Stick, right. Relax. Stick to the script. Uh, so Lasky uh, is Khalifa's father. Uh, has been seen obviously standing next to Spandine back in uh, Robin's backstory. Uh, Oda confirmed it in SBS after fans questioned the resemblance. Uh, what an adorable, murderous relationship they definitely have. All right, listen, I'm going to just let the team know the resemblance he's talking about is that they're both blonde. They literally have zero resemblance beyond that, but that's fair. I mean, isn't that like <laughs> the same thing as spandex and spandine? Uh, I mean, they have fair. similar facial uh, features, at least. Dog, I literally just and pulled up a picture of them. No, they do not. <laughs> they, they, they are not. Either way, that's cool. I, I I am a big fool. I'm a big fool. Off to a great start so far. Are you ready for question number two? I'm ready for question number two. All right. True or false? Yay. Where we are in the series, Usopp's only defeated two opponents by himself. True or false? 
by himself. Only two. Okay, so there was Chu from Arlong Park, which was all which was all him. Can't count Alabasta because Chopper was there. You can't count Water Seven because he really didn't do anything against any single person. He just kind of was like there as support. Um, he didn't do anything in uh in Little Garden or in Drum Island. Skypea, he didn't have a one on one. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's true. Final answer. That is true. All right, the answer is correct. True. The only yeah. people he has defeated are true, as you mentioned, from Arlong Park and Perona. Hey, easy shit, easy clap. Easy clap. Usopp likes to hold back his full strength, something about no one being able to make him more than 10% of his power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> Question number three. <clears throat> what famous English voice actress played Kadu in the Funimation dub? Oh, played Kadu in the Funimation dub? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... I think it was actually the same one that did Eyelash, which I actually think was Brina, the one who, like, Chopper. Am I an idiot? Maybe. (laughs) Probably, in fact. Mm. All I'm saying is last time Christian doubted you, you were wrong. Mm. No, that doesn't sound right. No, 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 no. I think actually it was the chick who plays the white cat in Fairy Tale. The fuck is her name? It's like Monica Real or some shit like that. I'm going to say Monica Real. Final answer. Correct. Monica Real. Let's go. (laughs) Monica Real, who also happens to play uh, Bulma from Naruto, uh, Tanya from Konosuba, uh, Tashigi from Bleach, and I think she also played Kuina from Fairy Tale at some point. Wait, did you say Bar? Bar Did you say Bulma from Naruto? That is indeed what I read (laughs) off the script. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, Are you ready for your last question? Jordy did tell him not to ad-lib, so he read what was there, I guess. <laughs> Who's that calling me? <laughs> it's Bulma. It's the unemployment <laughs> police. They're after it's, your next. It's, Bulma. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Dragon Ball uh, fanboys. <laughs> the Dragon Ball fanboys are calling. Do you remember that time that Bulma used the Sharing Gun to yeah. defeat the Ninetales? <laughs> yeah. She used her, her uh, Bankai to kill that guy. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for your last question? Yes. I don't know. Are you ready to give the right answer? <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I'm I'm honestly not. But you know, if you re- I'm as ready as you are. I think that's Hurry yes. up. I'm all I'm all out of water. <laughs> all right. Qu- last question. How many of the eleven warlords go supernova in order to defeat the conquering celestial soul king from the land of Sabo? Uh, can you just, ask? Like, just can say you do the question again. Can you ask me the question one more time? I'm going to try. It's kind of hard to read the first time. This seems to be in line with Bulma from Naruto here. (laughs) How many of the 11 warlords go supernova in order to defeat the conquering celestial soul king from the land of Sabo? Oh my God. This doesn't sound real. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that nine of them did. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Incorrect. None. They all die before they reach Kamishuko Island. Okay. I'm glad that that was a question. What are we... What? I'm just reading a script, bro. I have no idea what the fuck I just read. Listen, dog. I got no. I got nothing. I just picked a number. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we're not having a stroke and forgetting information. I almost had a stroke stroke reading that. (laughs) Just, I just don't know. 
I picked the number, dog. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I wish I didn't have to read that fucking question. It turned out to be a trick question in the end anyway. <laughs> in the end, I knew it the second he said of the 11 warlords, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> and then it, then it was just word soup like he just started spouting nonsense utter nonsense mm-hmm. to all the fans at home who hear this and understand this question good on you because i don't i just it just sounds like a it sounds like a bulma from naruto situation where he just <laughs> he just picked a bunch of buzzwords from different animes and threw them in the same this sentence this is how we game the algorithm this is how we're going to become the number one One Piece podcast this, this week. This isn't going to be anywhere that could be used against the algorithm. This is in the cast. Like, until, gonna... until it ends up in the title. Nah, man, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely the a bot that listens to our stuff. The Bulma from Naruto. Yeah. I, well, I don't know, dude. This is going to be some deep-seated uh, tease that Jordy's going to claim he made in like 800 episodes or something. <laughs> yeah one fan will understand all that whoever yeah, you are out there god I'm bless sure. you probably go go outside and touch grass too also <laughs> is uh was that the last that's, question that's definitely it we're done here uh Devin follow us on instagram and twitter at panda sightings you can also send us questions like uh gabriel did at panda sightings at gmail.com uh he didn't give us a question <laughs> he, he did he, our he, homework for us yeah he just gave us he just gave us facts I just want to say I appreciate Gabriel writing the word spoiler in all caps before and at the end of his uh, opening paragraph before he gave us these summaries. And I still almost read that aloud to you guys. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that sounds like a you. You guys remember that time we used to do bits? What's a bit? Same. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Evening comes, it's time to sound the drums But steady men and never fear Tomorrow's skies are always clear So pound your feet and clap your hands Till sunny days return Gather up all of the crew, it's time to shift out Binx's brew. Sing a song and play along for all the oceans wide. After all is said and done, you'll end up a skeleton. So spread your tail from dawn till dusk upon these foamy seas. Yo!